0: Yo, we are back, episode 37 of the Not The Same Podcast Sports Show, Something hosted like by that. me, and uh, yeah. me, the black dude, and Rob, the other black dude. <laughs> <laughs> that
1: boy said, hosted by me, I'm like, can I, I'm, I'm here.
0: <laughs> hey, I, I don't know, it just popped in my head. D,
1: what's up, sis? Appreciate
0: you sliding through, always appreciate your yeah, no ongoing support. I want to give a special shout out, Rob, one time for our man, Noah Call Deal. This man has decided, and I know this is not the Bible study of the other music and faith show, but this man had decided to pay his tithes to the Not The Same Podcast, brother. So we pray blessings on that, brother, and not to be too deep for y'all. They go all over your head, but right. we is blessed, and we pray he be blessed. Salute to you, brother. All yeah. right, man, how you doing, bro? Man,
1: I'm straight, bro. Like, I'm excited about tonight. I mean, last yeah. night, too, you had me reading scrolls. I felt like we was in um the tank. <laughs> I felt like we was in the Ten Commandments. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I'm trying to. I got this 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 ring light looking at mm-hmm. me in these lights. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna have to figure something out, brother. I'm just gonna find out what version you in and put that you mug right. and why right. rule because you had it in college rule and we'll see what happened from there. That,
0: bro- that brother said why <laughs> rule in college rule? Man, I ain't heard that forever's, forever's. When you start reading them scrolls, you will understand, bro. <laughs> I know, I know. I I be look when it's when it's my turn. I will be practicing beforehand. Be like, like, let me practice my reading skills, Mister G. What's up, brother? Uh, what's, what's up, my in- but, but like, up. But what's, what's up? up? <laughs> what's up, brother? MC Fonest. Yes, yes, I'm always here. All
1: right, man, look. uh talking about me. She got on me earlier today. She was like, MC Fonest came to visit you,
0: huh? All the time. It gets both of us, man. And we don't care because we doing a live show. But we need y'all to do a favor. Everybody that slid through, do us a favor because we are live on YouTube exclusively. Yeah, exclusively. We need you to hit that like and subscribe and... uh. uh Yeah, this hit the like button, subscribe button, and hit that notification bell so you can keep up when we go live on the Not the Same podcast. By hitting like. like, even if you're watching right now, do us a favor and hit that like. But I did yes. it like it alerts other people within the YouTube community that we are live and bring people over here to see what's going on. Because we have a special guest with us tonight that we're going to oh, bring in in a few minutes. Our brother, Mr. Eric Boston, owner oh, of the 520 Collective, as well as a astute baseball fan. Unfortunately, he's a fan of the Kansas City Royals, but hey, we'll we'll forgive him for that because it it
1: kind of got Missouri in it, kind of, kind of. I mean, it's still, still kind of. He's still on seventy. At least he ain't up there with um some folks. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, the Cubs had a little short little run. They was feeling all good about themselves, and then
0: they became once again the Cubs. <laughs> right, 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 right. A all little, right, man. Little, little bears. Yeah. Stop it, dog. Don't do it like that. Don't do it like that. All right, man. Let's get into what's popping. Yeah. Tell me what's back. <laughs> <laughs> Don't call Bad them the little bears. Don't call them the little bears. Bad news bears. Bad news are. bears. All right, first subject for tonight before we get into and bring our brother Air Boston to the Deshaun Watson News. Uh Rob always had these stats. So I'll let you go ahead with this. I'm gonna give my yeah. comments.
1: So D- Deshaun Watson received six games and will be eligible to return in week seven against the Baltimore Ravens on October 23rd. Now yeah. I have This is what I'm going to say because the NFL has until today, I think, midnight, to appeal the suspension. They already have before you say they They have. They did appeal? Yes. Okay, I'm I'm out the loop. So they did Mm -hmm. appeal. I don't think it's going to go through, and I'm going to tell you why. Can you imagine the Cleveland Browns versus the Baltimore Ravens, Deshaun Watson versus Lamar Jackson, hashtag cash cow. That's all I'm going to say. Come on, man. That's all that's all I can see with that one. So we'll see what happens with the appeal. And I think Good- Goodell is kind of um, folding to public perception, if you will. Mm. So and I and I'll leave it at that. But, yeah, six games is what they um, is what they first the initiative, the initial suspension of six games. We'll see if they give him a full season. All right. Uh, my opinion is totally different. This is not
0: debate fuel, but hey, here we go. Listen, mm-hmm. there's no way in Hades this man is going to only be suspended for six games. No, no way in the world. No way in the world. And this is why I say that it when uh, Goodell and the NFL appeals, you know who gets to answer that? Roger Goodell. Which means if he didn't want that for him to have only six games and the judge that he sent it to that he handpicked. That he sent it to still gave him six games, but he really wanted 12 games. He going to at least have 12 games. And they want him to pay a fine. And they want this man to get to some training. Look, man, whether it was proven in court or not that it was literally some sexually assault, my man got issues, dog. Oh, you know he, what I'm saying? he definitely, definitely needs to go to class. He got some real fetish issues. He need to yeah. get what, what they call it when you got them corporate jobs, them, uh, uh reconditioning classes or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, he need to get one of those. You know what I mean? But, uh, yeah, we'll just say that. Mr. G says uh, they're adding a few games in to find The judge through Goodell
1: lifeline. Yeah. I give him – listen, I give him two. So, and you're saying get eight games? half the games. Eight games. It's a what? 17-game season somebody – Whatever is go 17, ahead, I give I give them nine. I know this ain't debate mm-hmm. fuel, but they gave them six. Happy medium is nine, and then they'll let them go ahead and play with the fine. Plus, he'll have to go through some type of psychological, um, you know what I'm saying, counseling or whatever.
0: Yeah. Well, we we can all believe what we want to believe, and I don't know if I'm going to be right or not, but I'm going to tell you what, I ain't going we'll to be see. right. He's going to be spending 12 games. Watch this. Bet 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 your house note on it, dog. Put your house note up. No, I'm kidding. I, all right, know, man. I like my house. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> all right, next subject, man. We're getting into the MB- M- MLB, which is Major League Baseball Trade Deadline Update. And for this update, we have a special guest, our brother, Mr. Eric Boston. You're- Yeah, if y'all like knew what went that. on in the background of these little <laughs> scenes. But now, nah, hey, look, y'all welcome, welcome, welcome again, our brother, Mr. Eric Boston. If, if you have been a long time watcher of Not the Same podcast, you know exactly who this is. If you are not a long time watcher of Not the Same podcast, salute to our brother, Eric Boston, for sliding through and helping us with this baseball ish. But absolutely, let's give, him, let's give this brother a round of applause right here. humble, humble salute yeah, right. <laughs> hi <laughs> hi, guys <laughs> how you doing hey. bro
2: oh we're good man you know it's uh the second half of the baseball year it, i mean it's getting started let's go yeah. yes sir right.
1: yes sir well, this is this is your time brother um I, espn came out and and we'll i'll give espn's top five real quick and then i want you to give what you feel is top five and we'll kind of dive in it number one okay. um espn gave the padres acquiring juan soto that was the number one for ESPN. Mm-hmm. Um, the number two trade that ESPN claimed, um, of course, once again, it was the Padres. They acquired Josh Harder from the Brewers. And this is just real quick. Number three was Yankee, uh, the Yankees acquiring um, pitcher Frankie uh, Montas as well as pitcher um, Louis Trevano. If I'm saying these wrong, forgive me. Um, oh, number he gonna four help was, you. The, I know. Number four <laughs> was Braves acquiring Rezo, um Iglesias from the Angels for Jesse Chavez. And number five on the ESPN was the Twins acquiring Jorge Jorge Lopez from the Orioles for four pitching prospects. What is your thoughts? And what George? Do you if have you Spanish, George. If you're Spanish, George in yeah, Spanish, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jorge, Jorge,
2: Yeah, Jorge, Jorge Lopez, yeah. former, former Royal. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I mean, the only one I agree with is number one, uh,
1: <laughs> and, and you
2: can't you can't argue with it, right? I mean, yeah. not only did okay, let's just set this up. So honestly, a couple weeks ago when they said that Washington was gonna make Juan Soto available, mm-hmm. I honestly didn't think there's any way this trade was happening yeah. before the off season, right? I was like it's just too short a time. they're not gonna get the kind of deal that they could. They end up getting a killer deal Fact. Now right. not only did uh, Washington send Soto to San Diego, they also get Josh Bell. Uh, in, in the deal for the Padres. Right, right. And, I mean, I just want to talk about Soto for just a minute because this dude is hands down, I mean, I, I think he's the best player in baseball. He's argu- he, you, know, you can definitely make that argument. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. If you just look at some of what he's done, two-time All-Star, two-time Silver Slugger, mm-hmm. uh, batting title in 2020, you know, 2019 mm-hmm. World Champion. And then even, now this year, you know, He's been on a Washington roster that, outside of Josh Bell, hasn't had a lot to protect him.
1: Nothing at all. Right, right, right.
2: So his—if you look at just like the batting average, batting two forty-six. That's definitely you know down from his lifetime average of two ninety-one. However, Soto has the best plate discipline. Plate discipline that I've seen. Since Barry Bonds. And when it all goes down, he may be better than Bonds.
0: Uh oh. Right. Like he a lot. He, Watch yourself now. He
2: well <laughs> okay, he's leading he's leading baseball this year in walks mm-hmm. with ninety one. Yeah. That's thirty one more than the second place person. Mm-hmm. Right, right. You know, he's mm-hmm. he's um got over four hundred on base percentage. I mean, just just killing it. Killing yeah. it. And all this, Andy's twenty three years old. Mm. 23. It's that's ridiculous right. how good he is. I mean, when you say generational talent, like that's not even fair. It's like multi-generational talent. No uh, doubt, uh, no doubt. Subtle. Padres have a generational talent in Fernando Tatis that they're going to be getting back in a few weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, but now they just added a multi-generational talent to their roster.
1: So let me ask you this. What does this San put What does this put the Padres though going into, you know, September and what does this put them with this acquisition? So,
2: I I still don't think they they catch up with the Dodgers. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're if, if they're going to get in the playoffs as a wild card team. Uh, the Dodgers have a better rotation, better pitching staff. Not to knock the San Diego Padres pitching staff; they got good pitchers. Oh, Blake Snell. They they just re-signed Musgrove to a new extension. Um, Clevenger, I mean, they they got some pitchers, yeah. but they need to be better. You, Darvish, is in there. Um, but what it did for them is they cre- they've got a killer lineup, a killer offense that can match up with anybody. Because you took Josh Bell, who was Washington's second best offensive player, mm-hmm. and brought him along with it. I mean, if we just look at his stats real quick, I mean, he's hitting over 300 uh on near 400 obp um another guy who has a very good strikeout to walk ratio and he's 12th in the in the major leagues in hits this year with 113 so he, on base percentage bro,
1: on base percentage i know <laughs> yes, got, just awesome for y'all, y'all to know percentage.
2: obp is,
1: is on, on base percentage <laughs> help him out yeah. bro yeah.
2: sorry sorry about that one um yeah i mean dude and, and then i mean this wasn't in the same deal but San Diego also went out, and they got Brandon Drury, who's having a career year from Cincinnati, and brought him over as a utility guy. Uh-huh. Yeah, like it, it, It's going to be tough on opposing pitchers. I, I still think they are second behind uh, the Dodgers as far as the National League is concerned. I think this gives them the edge on the Mets, who's been having uh-huh. a very good year. Um, but th- I think they'll still have a little bit of work to do come the offseason to really push it over the top. I mean, they're 11 and, and a half sis games see behind watching
0: us. My bad, bro. But I want to salute our oh, sis sliding through Miss Sports Talk with C. Good to see you, sis. Oh, yeah.
1: What's up, sis? My y'all bad. Check, go hey, ahead, bro. Y'all, check, y'all check sis out, man. She be coming She come with the stats, man. The WNBA, she got it on lock. Now, back to the Padres. They're not catching the Dodgers, and I'm going to tell you why. They're 11 and a half games behind. Like, mm-hmm. the Dodgers would have to go on a, 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 a tremendous slump like we've never seen before going into September for that to happen. But what's... You agree with the first trade. Now give your
2: your 2-5 two two trade. Yeah. Okay. So my number two is kind of a tandem deal. It's that the Yankees address their outfield via the teams in Missouri. Right? Yeah. So, um, they kind of – This is true. They, 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 <laughs> they kind of kicked off uh, the, the deadline week last week by going and getting Andrew Benintendi, who was an all-star for the Royals this year, go glove – Winner last year in left field, so they get him. Kansas City gets back a trio of pitching prospects that, mm-hmm. you know, I'm pretty excited about a couple of them. Uh, one of them being uh, uh, former University of Mizzou pitcher uh, T.J. Sikkema, who uh, actually broke Max Scherzer's record at Mizzou so mm-hmm. for strikeouts. So pretty excited about that. But Yankees go and get you know Ben and who can lock down left field. They've been having to run out Stanton. I think maybe. Maybe the Yankees are starting to realize you can't put Stanton in the field and him stay healthy for any length of time. So right. you probably see him at DH the majority of the time there. And then they also made a deal kind of last minute with the Cardinals to get Harrison Bader for Jordan Montgomery, Great which deal was my for yeah, it, it kind of my sleeper deal of the deadline. Yeah. Honestly, like Jordan Montgomery, good solid pickup for the Cardinals. He's a young guy, young pitcher who's looked really good last year and, and continued this year. But the Harrison Bader pickup for New York, you know, they've been playing Judge at center field who can I guess technically play center field but he's much better in right. Mm-hmm. Um and part of why they've had to be, play, be playing him there is that the rest of their outfield um on the roster just is too big of a question mark and they can't, you know, stay in there on a regular basis. Like Judge has been their only consistent guy. So the thing with the with getting Harrison Bader for me is that, yes, he's hurt right now. He, I won't be back until end of August, maybe beginning of September. But the Yankees don't need him before then. The Yankees need him for September in the playoffs. Right. And when Harrison Bader comes back and you put him in center field where he's, you know, go glove caliber and center. You got go glove caliber and left now. And Judge can honestly be up there defensively and right. Now you're you you t- totally overhauled your outfield, and you took maybe your most glaring defensive weakness and yeah. you made it a strength.
1: So, so that's that was a number that was my two my three. Deal. Is that your two and three, or is the Yankees just two period with all their
2: acquisitions? That that that, that was I, I lumped it all together into one. Thing. <laughs> okay, good deal. What's number <laughs> lumped, three for me? <laughs> uh, number three for me was uh, the Seattle Mariners getting Luis, Luis Castillo from uh, Cincinnati, uh, mm. you know, the Mariners are a team that in the, in the AL West, yeah, you know, went into this year expecting to compete. And I think they can, and, and they went out and got arguably the b- biggest pitching name on the, on the trade block, uh, in, <sighs> in Castillo Castillo's, you know, win loss record doesn't look amazing, but it says he's on a terrible Reds team. Uh, and I expect that he does a lot better, Yeah, with Seattle, you know he's got an offense that can support him there. Uh, Cincinnati gets a really good haul out of him too. Like, I know you guys are Cardinals fans. You guys better watch out in a few years. Cincinnati's coming. Like they just. Made a huge injection into their farm system.
1: They did, but they're day. they're they're literally, sir, thirteen games behind us. And you
2: said a few years, so we're only worried about. This year. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the baseball, man, you got to have the long view in baseball. Yeah, no, right. doubt, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. So. As
1: far as the Mariners, um, I mean, they're um, what eleven games ahead of um, eleven games behind Astros. So even with yeah. that pickup, I got to, they still got a little ways to go. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Number four, Um, sir. My my number four was, um, again, kind of a package deal. Uh, I Mm -hmm. put Minnesota, the Minnesota Twins, boosting their pitching staff. So they made three deals. One of them you talked about a minute ago where they got Jorge Lopez, who was an all-star this year, closer for Baltimore Orioles, comes over uh, to Minnesota. Uh, They also added starter Tyler Molly from Cincinnati. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and they also got uh, Michael Fulmer from Detroit. And Fulmer is a guy who had, you know, he's been a starter in the past. He's transitioned to the bullpen and honestly done pretty well in the bullpen. A lot of people expected Detroit to potentially trade, you know, multiple relievers at the deadline. Um, didn't really happen, but they did move Fulmer, who's uh, I believe getting ready to hit free agency after this year. But Minnesota and – In a very, you know, they've got the lead in the Central, in the American League Central, let's see, by by a game over Cleveland. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. So not a a big lead, but it's also not a very competitive American League Central right now. So I think Minnesota went and did what they needed to do in order to hold on. I mean, they've kind of held on to that number one spot all year. Their pitching has been a ragtag group, so they went and did what they could to solidify it. Uh, they had got Sonny Gray earlier in the year. Yeah. So I, I think Minnesota did a really good job here at, right at the deadline. They did,
1: but they have to watch the White Sox also, who are only two games behind them. So any slip-ups yeah. and that, that, that division is open for grabs with those three teams. Also, Minnesota only had to give up prospects for that. So that, I think that was a huge pickup only having to give up three prospects. So
2: what's your number yeah. five for your five and final, sir? So, my number five was on, I think you said ESPN's list, right, as well, and that was the Yankees getting Frankie Montas and Lou Trevino. Uh, Montas was a name that, you know, a lot of people expected him to get moved back during the offseason. Didn't Mm -hmm. happen. Came into the season with the A's, but no one expected him to to stick uh, in Oakland, you know, past the deadline, and that held true. Uh, Like we talked about a minute ago, the Yankees traded Jordan Montgomery from their rotation to St. Louis. So yeah. kind of, you know, create a spot that they were able to fill with with Montas here. Montas is a great pitcher, been really good the last two or three years. Um, honestly, you know, I thought he would be a good fit for St. Louis. And I know that the Cardinals were tied to him. He seemed like a Cardinals type of uh, acquisition. Yeah. But it didn't happen. The Yankees went in and got him, and I think he's going to flourish with that Um with that offense around him that's going to put up runs, you know, and put up support that he didn't get all the time in Oakland. All
1: right. So without being a homer cuz I know we got to keep going with the uh what's popping. Without being a homer right now, who do you have winning it all? And if you don't can't give me the winner, tell me the championship game between out of out of each um
2: out of each league. I mean, at this point I think the easy pick would be the Dodgers and the Yankees, and that'd be a great matchup. It really would. Uh, the, the Yankees <laughs> have been the Yankees have been rolling um, this year. It's hard to see them slowing down. Aaron Judge is just having an incredible, like a, a um, historic season, right? How, don't know, he, he got like
0: forty something home runs already.
2: Yeah, on, on yeah. pace for over sixty all yeah. year. Yeah. So, wow. um, you know, I went to we went to a uh, game back at the beginning of May in Kansas City where he hit two and it seems like he hits one or two every time that they've played each other this year Kansas City mm-hmm. and, and New York so um well yeah i mean it, it, for me even though i'm not i'm not a yankees fan by any means um it's hard to pick against them i will i will real quick if you allow me to i've got two two last two two final trades i want to just throw out there like an honorable mention and the most hilarious if we got time okay. Okay, so honorable mention goes to Atlanta getting Jake Odorizzi uh, for Will Smith. Uh, Houston had a they, they were doing a six man rotation. They had to kind of a log jam in their starting pitching. They send Odorizzi to Atlanta, who they know how to handle pitchers. And mm-hmm. Odorizzi had a great outing his last his his last uh, start. Uh, been hurt a little bit this year, but I think he's going to do really well for those defending champs, uh, you know, with the Braves. And Houston gets a guy who's pitched at a very good level out of the bullpen and Will Smith. And then mm-hmm. my most hilarious trade is Kansas City sending Whit Merrifield to Toronto. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys paid attention to this or not, but right before the All-Star break, Kansas City went to play a game or to play a series in Toronto, and they had 10 players they had to leave behind because of vaccination status with Merrifield being one of them. <laughs> and now he's traded to the Blue Jays. Where he going to have to
0: get vaccinated to even show up.
2: Well, and so from what I'm hearing is that they didn't even really have conversations with him beforehand. Mm-hmm. So they're not even sure that he's going to be willing to do that or not. Wow. You know, oh, well, wow. Does he turn into a player who can only play on the road? I don't right. know Kyrie. It's Kyrie, he eat <laughs> a Kyrie <laughs> of baseball. All right, Kyrie I of mean, baseball. <laughs> I think he'll get it. I mean, he kind of you know he, he kind of made uh, some of the fans in Kansas City upset with the statements he made during that um, Toronto series, kind mm-hmm. of alluding to hey you know maybe I would consider it for a, a contender. Uh, so we'll see. I mean, he he may just you know go ahead and get the yeah. jab. I don't. So know.
0: he said they didn't get they shipped this butt right on up out of there after, right. after, he,
2: right. after them little <laughs> right. slick coming. had no choice. <laughs> right, right. So, All
1: right, go ahead, good. bro. now you, nah, you got you got, got, got it. it. <laughs> no, I was gonna say, hey, that has been our baseball trade deadline. Yes, with sir. Our homeboy Eric Boston, who is also a rebroadcaster of <laughs> the Not the same <laughs> podcast through the Pod Twenty Collective. So, yes, sir bro. We appreciate you. You know, you're always welcome. You fam on the show, you fam off the show. So, and we're hey. reserving
0: you for when the playoffs start. We're oh, not asking. We're out. just telling you, brother, you're coming yeah, back you coming back. For the <laughs>
1: <laughs> Especially if the Yankees and the Dodgers are not what you say they're going to be, but with the Dodgers being up, the Dodgers being up as hard as they is and the Yankees, I don't see it being no other way. So
2: they're, they're loaded. They yeah, are loaded, yeah. man. I mean, San Diego's going to make it tough, but I think, you know, when it comes to October, pitching, you know, that's when pitching shines. So No doubt. No doubt. We'll see. All right, bro. Appreciate you, you, man.
0: We'll let let you leave the closet, man. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Kids got you trapped back there. All right, man. See you later, bro. That's true. All right. No hey, coming. man, salute <laughs> to our brother, man, Mr. Eric Boster, man. They got him trapped in the closet. That's what happened, man. You got kids. You want to be quiet. You already know. And if you ever recorded yourself musically, the closet is a perfect place to kind of isolate the sound. So uh, I already steaks. knew what it was. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Hey, once again, appreciate our brother sliding through to help with this yeah, uh, baseball stuff. Where we where we are lacking, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Rob mm-hmm. acting like he knows some stuff. That boy looking straight at the computer. No, nah, I'm kidding. I'm kidding.
1: <laughs> Little bit. My right. man
0: held his own. Held
1: his own over there. Yes, the computer screens are up. That's the beauty of having um a screen that spans across <laughs> <laughs>
0: and a big old he ain't lying. <laughs> yes sir
1: all right man now back into
0: our uh uh what's popping next subject bill russell and vin scully i threw this in here but bill russell uh nba goat vin scully uh pro not a pro announcer goat both passed away recently bill russell i believe was it Monday maybe Sunday something like that when he passed and Vince Scully passed yesterday Vince Scully was the announcer for the Dodgers he've been announcing for like 60 years ridiculous yeah. you know what I mean yeah. but anyway uh let us know about that, brother especially Bill Russell no I hate to um, Bill Vince Scully Russell, I just threw that he, one on you Yeah
1: Scully I'm not I wasn't aware of until just right. now so that's some um, breaking news for Rob um but Bill Russell died at the age of um, 88. He yep. was born in February of 1934. I mean, civil rights activist. He was more than just a basketball player. Yeah, Bill Russell, um, Bill Russell stood for so much for the black community mm-hmm. when it was, you could literally get lynched for doing some of the things that he was doing. He was great friends with Martin Luther King. Yep. You would see pictures as with well Muhammad Malcolm Ali. Yeah, huh?
0: As well as Malcolm X.
1: Yeah, as well as Malcolm X. You would see pictures yep. with With Bill, Malcolm, um, um, uh, Martin, Lou Alcindor, who is now Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, like he would be around great activists and just fighting for just equality Mm -hmm. even back then. And um, well-respected off the court, 11 championships. I said this in one of my rants. If we want to talk about the GOAT, this man won eight straight championships. He Mm -hmm. went to 12 and won 11. Mm
2: -hmm. Think about
1: that. He went to Mm -hmm. 12. One eleven, mm-hmm. great all time, lifetime Celtic. You mm-hmm. dig what I'm saying? And um, one yeah, can even say, I, got, I go got a bonus for you, brother.
0: His and last, one can even
1: say the last one, and then I'm gonna let you go. One can even say he was the face of the, of the NBA at one point. Go ahead, bro.
0: His last two championships he won while being a player coach. Yeah, flex on him. You know what I mean? Flex. While being a player coach as well? He also won two championships in college, yeah, at San Francisco. When you heard of that college San at Francisco, San Francisco? Y'all. You know right. what I mean? This this he was, was at a time. This, this was at a time when you couldn't have that many uh, African American people on the team and he still was handling this business. And yeah. Bill Russell was not known for scoring. He was known for defense, blocking shots and rebounding. Like he's yeah. like Robin without
1: the crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. And, yeah. and he's in the basketball Hall of Fame as well. He's a coach Hall of Famer. And um you know, shout out to Bill Russell, man. They got the Bill yeah. um Bill Russell Award now. Um so Salute you, to him. Yeah, salute to Bill Lived Russell. A long life, man. Um, rest in peace, brother. You know
0: yes, what I'm sir. saying? Rest in peace. My man uh, Eric Boston also said, R.I.P. Vin Scully, baseball lost a true icon. Yes, this is yes. a historic voice for baseball of the Dodgers. Remember, the Dodgers used to be in Brooklyn. It was the Brooklyn mm-hmm. Dodgers. Then it went to L.A. He was there both. He's been there a long time. And in baseball, if you listen to a baseball broadcast, really even television as well as radio, but back in the day when television wasn't as big popping, right? Right. radio was everything for baseball and he would tell stories and call the game at the same time was yep. able to keep you uh enraptured in the game you know people i don't know who else has a great voice like that like like a jim nance you know jim nance can call, call college basketball and call golf you know what i'm saying uh, one of these people uh, like that you know uh marv yeah, in mind yeah, marv Albert, if, you know if you yeah. think about basketball one of these iconic voices for baseball so rest in peace to uh both of them you have made a great impact in the sports world. Yes, All right, yes. uh, next subject, the number one and two NBA draft picks combined for 84
1: points. Uh, I didn't have enough room, but it, that's in a Pro-Am game. Yeah, the Cross Pro-Am up in Seattle. Let me tell you something. Yes, man. sir. Ventero or um of Orlando, mm-hmm. um, my fault Dookie. You, you can't see it. You know what <laughs> it is, Dookie. Um, uh-huh. Ogram of OKC Gonzaga was getting buckets in a 122-105 to 105 win. They combined for 84 points. Montero had 50, and um, um, Holgram had 34 points in that Pro-Am. They was getting it in, bro. Now, uh, uh, Mr. G said Gus Johnson. Yes, another
0: good example. Yeah, very good example. Now, these Pro-Am's... It's not the greatest defense, but you got you got to recognize this. These are the guys from the streets, from the neighborhood, the the local hero hoopers. Like there's some here in St. Louis. Y'all, a lot of people know about it, but there's a, a Instagram post I got hip to somehow group that I found called STL Hoops, and there's some balling dudes, ballers from right here, right. And every city has a group of dudes like that that could give the NBA players some work. So these ain't like full
1: scrubs out there, but ain't nobody gonna try to hurt them neither. At the same time. Hey, think about this. LeBron and um, DeMar DeRozan almost got that work in the Drew League. They won oh, by yeah. Somebody points. put some hands on them, too. <laughs> yeah, they, they, won by two, they, they won by two points. So that's, <laughs> yeah. that's a lot. These programs yeah, so, is not trash. These are just no. guys who probably couldn't. They didn't get the break. They didn't have the right representation. No, or they in the streets or whatever it may be. The you know. Or they game just don't transition over properly to the NBA because there's so many politics behind it. It's not just, ex, you know, running up and down the court. You alright over there, brother? Nah, yeah, yeah, yeah. That boy, I, I saw that something.
0: Amen. <laughs> I saw something on the phone. Like, what happened? But anyway, yeah, man, I agree with you. Next subject, uh, Nunez, Amanda Nunez, gets her revenge and a unanimous victory. Tell us all about that, brother. Shout out brother. to the voice. I know you somewhere
1: and I know you saw this. Yeah. Hey, let me uh, tell Home you. Nunez beat the sleeves off of <laughs> off of peanut, bro. Like I'm up. Like I, I gotta be at work. I had to be at work Sunday morning at two thirty in the morning and I'm up mm-hmm. watching I'm watching Nunez. I'm talking about pulverize this woman as she got her um as yeah. she got her revenge back because she had lost um I mean she had lost um I think in the second round the first time <clears> I hit <throat> she had got a um a head submission a chokehold yeah. submission and she had to tap out mm-hmm. and you know um Juliana Pena thought she was going to come in and do the same thing and Amanda came through no. and put the balls on her. Yes, I'm sir. talking. It was yes, so there. much blood over the ring, bro. Like. It looked like somebody just put some paint and just started finger oh, painting wow. with this woman's blood. Like oh, it, it wow. was, it was brutal, bro.
0: Yeah. Hey,
1: it was brutal. Hey, yeah. See, penis tough, but yeah. she got sleeves beat off.
0: <laughs> all right, uh, my man Eric asks, what do y'all think of the becoming the face of the Kobe line? I didn't know that. I mm-hmm. didn't know that either. I know mm-hmm. he's a huge Kobe fan, and he's an LA native. Uh, I'm all right with it. I'm all you know, all right I, with I it. I think
1: I would have went with Kawhi over um Demar. Yeah, but Kawhi went. He
0: he messed with New Balance though, so he couldn't do it. Uh, mm. Mr. G said I was reading in the next reading that in the next CBA, uh, Silver may stop them from playing these tournaments. Yeah, he that'll get that'll get stopped. I, I think Silver I think they they'll fight to stay in there because them NBA players enjoy playing in those tournaments, and uh, it don't seem like a lot of people get hurt in them. So
1: it don't. I, I think I think it's organized it, it, enough. You know, it's organized enough, but I think Silva might also be protecting his brand. So I can't really blame him for that. You know what I'm saying? Um, Because, you know, LeBron, LeBron gets hurt, jumped or uh, God forbid, even, you know, killed or something like that. Oh, yeah, that's a problem. It's going to be an issue.
0: Brother Marquise, how you doing, sir? Appreciate you. Genuine life. You know what I'm saying? My man is an artist as well. Done a lot of music, done a lot of great things up there in the Pacific Northwest. If y'all don't know who that is.
1: <clears throat> excuse me A little frogs in my throat all right man that's let's like, get into this soapbox. Like, that's the same place that crawls program was played at right up there yeah in up in the pacific northwest. northwest he might have been out there hey
0: yeah. uh crossover uh that's uh jamal crawford joints jamal yeah crawford he was out there. It's some ballers yep. out there man for real in the pacific northwest for real for real for real all right man let's get into the soapbox segment soapbox Yeah. All right, right. This is our soapbox segment where uh, normally uh, we have two minutes to go off with a timer to look like this. Normally, uh, Rob goes forth with something of a sports feel. I go forth with something funny, a goofy feel. And when it's over, you hear a buzzer that sounds like this. <clears throat> and by tradition, I allow my brother Rob to go first. I don't have one tonight, so Rob got it all to himself. Brother,
1: is you ready? Yeah, I think I'm all right. Let's so go. Check this out. ESPN is the biggest sports network, as much as Fox Sports. CBS, ABC, and everyone else making moves yes, to be competitors. ESPN is literally the NFL of sporting news. From mm-hmm. stats to personalities to insights to document docu series, yes. they do their thing. Yes. With that being said, ESPN, why do you have to nickel and dime us for everything, bro? Like, check this out. <laughs> you got ESPN on, Plus. ESPN Deportes, ESPN News, ESPN One and Two, ESPN U, which is for college. Yes, look, they got ESPN
0: Ocho. I saw something about that the other day. Number eight,
1: Ocho. Yeah, for real. I saw a commercial for it today. What happened three through seven?
2: I don't know. They just
1: went straight to Ocho. Straight to eight. Catch up. (laughs) Look, I get it. You have to pay all of these on-the-air personalities. I get that. But let's not act like you're not charging the cable networks for them to run your programs. Mm -hmm. How do I know? Because last year, I'm a YouTube TV subscriber. Guess who owns ESPN? Disney. Disney wanted to pull their contract, which Mm -hmm. made me jump ship to go over to AT&T, which was Mm -hmm. trash for the devices I got at my crib. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to pump them. They're not paying us. But the point is, it didn't work right for the devices that I have in my crib. And finally, YouTube TV and ESPN slash Disney came back together, and I'm mm-hmm. back on the YouTube program, right? hmm It's all about the money. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. It's all about the money. I'm I'm back. Yes. ESPN, you win. We get it. You one <laughs> words win. Stop being bullies of the Please. sports world. Please. But you know what I'm saying? Just stop. You win. Disney, yes. guess what? We give you up. got everything. Yes. Win. You win. You, you got it. If you don't believe me, you got Disney plus ESPN and all of that all in one. You one words win. Stop nicoling.
0: And, <laughs> and like my brother, Mr. G, just said, <laughs> cough, cough. Do you need a hookup one word? <laughs> uh, Mr. G? <laughs> I am the plug. <laughs> That's right. Uh, we, we, we have it. <laughs> we have uh, a lot of plugs. All right, let's get it. <laughs> All right, this will be a real debate fuel today because of uh, just uh, other circumstances. But <laughs> <laughs> num- a debate fuel, we ha- speak on subjects like this, and then we have five minutes like this to go in. And when it's over, you hear a buzzer. I forgot to say my little mm-hmm. tagline. But anyway, the first one we're going to get into, first one to get to is with Brady losing his starting center and turning 45, will he still be in Super Bowl contention? With Brady losing his starting center and being and turning forty-five, actually today or yesterday, I believe, will he
1: will he still be in Super Bowl contention, Mister Davis? I'm gonna say yes because he still has weapons around him, and this is the reason why. Brady is in a position in that quarterback position, and if you have IQ, which Brady does, mm-hmm. you know, unlike <laughs> when we will talk about this, certain quarterbacks that gotta read their playbook. Brady mm-hmm. knows the playbook. As a matter of fact, <laughs> they implement the playbook behind Brady. He tells them, "This is what I want to do." And when right. they're and they they got this in their helmet. No, yes, okay, I'm gonna go with that. Mm-hmm. And then he can audible out. So with his mm-hmm. IQ 45, as long as he don't take a, a crack hit, you dig what I'm saying? Right. I think he'll still be in Super Bowl contention, contention as long as injuries don't overcome the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Go ahead, see. I'm going to say no. I don't think he will be in Super Bowl contention, not because he's
0: 45 years old, but because there is not a Gronk there no more. There is not a uh, – it's a dude, I believe the re- wide receiver last name is Evans. He had an ACL tear mm-hmm. last year mm-hmm. around January. Now they say he's back and he's clear for full contact, but listen, dog, I don't think he's going to be all 100%. They did pick up Julio Jones. Julio Jones played for the Tennessee Titans, and he mm-hmm. was basically – no. Nope. Last year (laughs) with the Titans, yeah. Now it could be because he was with the Tennessee Titans, and they're more based on running more so than throwing on that team, and that quarterback was just subpar. But I'm not. I don't have a great uh, hope for him this year. Now I think Brady is the goat of quarterbacks, but at some point you have to slow down. I'm just saying, dog. At some point. You have to slow down, and without having your center, the other part—the center—is one of the first lines of defense uh, for protecting the quarterback. The first, the person right in front of the quarterback is the center. If you got a bad center that ain't that good, I don't know. You know what I'm saying, Mr. G? Say Rudolph is a solid tight end. Could be, but I'm just saying I'm not.
1: I'm not that positive for the Bucks. Go ahead, bro. I'm, all I'm saying is Brady, and just like basketball IQ or any other IQ, yeah. when you have IQ, brother. Uh, you gonna figure something he, out. Every time, this this is what I've learned in the Patriot days. His first mm-hmm. year with the Bucks, his second year. Every time we bet against this man, he wins. This is true. like Brady, Brady is like the Tom Cruise of he uh, of, <laughs> of, of of football because these one words like Benjamin Button they never get old, bro. Like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they they just don't, and they keep getting better as they old. Cruz yeah. and his craft as, as an they actor. Old. <laughs> as yeah, they as age. they age. Yeah. Um, Cruz as an actor and Brady as a quarterback. And when you have that IQ, bro, and you can read things, yo.
0: Yeah, I, I hear all that, brother, but I think <laughs> 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 Hey, I'm doing like this. Okay, when you get through with all that, my guy, I'm gonna say this. If he's not protected. Forty-five years old, it's gonna hurt getting hit when you're forty-five, I and he, I don't think he's gonna be protected as well. Losing their starting center, as I, I'm just not sure, man. Every quarterback is great till that protection ain't no good. You know what I'm saying? I, and I, I agree with you.
1: I now, I think
0: you. I think he has the IQ and the smarts and the basically bulldogness because Brady would literally cut you cuss you out for not doing yeah. right on the on the yeah. team. Like he do not no play. Issues. And one other thing that I think I will say this in Brady's favor. Him and Bruce Arians, the former coach, did not really get along. But him and his offensive coordinator now is the coach, which is, uh I forgot my guy's name, he's a black coach. Uh, He used to be a quarterback back in the day, whatever. But his former offensive coordinator, he's a young dude that is his coach right now. They are very lockstep and key, so that may be some good hope for him. We just got to see how the young people do and his backup center does.
1: Go ahead, and bro. This is what I'm going to say. They're in the NFC South. Yes. You got Carolina. Yeah. You got the Falcons and the Saints. This is a good point. They're at least going to make it to the playoffs. And if Brady get in the playoffs. I'm just saying, like being in, in the NFC South, is it, it's almost like what we talked about with Dak being in the NFC at least. You yeah, dig what I'm you, saying?
0: Uh, Byron and coach, Byron man.
1: Leftwich is was was a a, a a a decent quarterback. You know what I'm saying? Shout out yes. to Brian Leftwich because me and the fam know him. He went to H.D. Woodson in D.C., which was school up. with my cousins in there. So, um, but he's turned out to be a great coach, and he has this opportunity to do what it is that he knows how to do. Mm.
0: They don't suck. No, I'm kidding.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's like a one
0: word, give him control. Right. That's what he do. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next one, next one. Will the Lakers return to title contention with a healthy LeBron and A.D.? Will the Lakers return to title contention with a healthy uh,
1: LeBron and A.D.? Mr. Davis, what do you think? Let me tell you something. The Lakers have 10 ex-Laker veterans who are still Mm -hmm. looking for gigs in this (laughs) offseason. Let's go through them. Carmelo Anthony. Uh Dwight Howard, the big Uh, (laughs) dude. Avery Bradley. Kent Kent Bazemore. DJ Augustine. Wayne Ellington, I know. I didn't know him either. Um, you know who Wayne Ray, Ellington is? Man, please. trash, though. I mean, he, he ain't trash. He's a shooter. He's a shooter. Ray John Rondo, he shot his way out the league. Tre- Trevor Ariza, Derrick <laughs> Collison, and Isaiah <laughs> Thomas. Yeah. Hit that note button for me, brother. No. Nope. Because nope. as long as West Brick is playing, it ain't going to happen because LeBron can only do so much. And LeBron had an awesome season last year. He did. He did. I will say –
0: they might be. And here is why. He's still LeBron. Be. He's still LeBron. But if A D is actually <laughs> – how I went to the WWE <laughs> He probably did. Ain't no ain't no telling. He probably he did. He probably did. As the big glue. Go ahead. Right. Uh- <laughs> anyway, uh what's <laughs> stupid. Big glute. Yeah, anyway, I think with a healthy LeBron, here's the key, though. If AD is actually healthy, then I think they would be a lot better. Also, they did pick up some nice young people. They got my man with the bad hair from the Spurs. I forgot his name. Uh, Lonnie Walker. You know what I'm saying? Walker. He's a decent player. It's another, they
2: picked up the
1: Golden State Warriors guy.
0: Uh, um, uh, Juan Toscano Anderson, yeah. I believe. He's a nice yeah. role player. They picked up some decent role players, and I believe – I do believe somebody's going to make Westbrook come off the bench this year. That's what I believe. And they still got uh, – what was the guy that played for your team? Point guard. Uh, um, none. They still got none. If none is healthy again, just somebody to bring the ball up the court and they know they ain't a star. That's the point. Because Westbrook still believes he's a star. He took his $45 million or whatever it was he opted into, which Give me I my don't money. blame him. I don't blame him. <laughs> But if you they can now what? give me my money, give <laughs> <Get> me my money. <laughs> Thank you. Now what? But anyway, yeah. So I think there is a possibility because there is LeBron and there's an AD. But here's probably what's going to really happen. AD's going to
1: get hurt again. LeBron going to quit. That's probably what's going to happen. But anyway, go ahead, bro. He's going to do just like he did Cleveland when he was walking off them Boston, them Boston streets, when they lost up there, <laughs> taking his jersey <laughs> off and he took his talents to South Beach. Uh, his talents may be moving. If A.D. is playing like Mr. Glass. Now, I know here's the deal about A.D. I know we joke about him getting hurt. Basketball is not easy. And you got to right. think A.D. is 6'10 and he's coming down. That's a lot of force coming down on your ankles and your knees or whatever the yeah. case may be. Yeah. So, I kind of feel bad for my guy because he's a great talent. Mm-hmm. But two people, I'm. this is their roster, bro. I just pulled it up. Outside of you, Horton Tucker. Anthony Davis, nope. LeBron James, yeah. and, I mean, Kendrick Nunn, but is he going to be healthy? And then you got Scottie Pippen Jr., who Scottie Pippen Jr. is okay, but he's not his dad. He's only yeah, 6'3". Rookie, his man. dad was 6'8", who was my favorite right. player of all time. But it, I just don't see – Lonnie Walker, maybe? Yeah. I, I don't know, bro. Like, they don't – I'm looking at this roster right now, and I'm just not impressed with the ten people that – I take D.J. Augustine over some of the people that they kept on the squad. I'm, just my opinion. Hey, you,
0: you did mention something about A.D. He always getting hurt because he's big. I, uh, it brings me to a conversation that comes to mind is big players that play like guards is terrible for their health. Right. Yes. So back in the day, all big man, six, eight and above six, seven. Up to six, eight, six, nine, seven foot, or whatever they was in the post. They wasn't moving. They wasn't doing euro's. They wasn't doing. Dro- they was doing drop steps, head fakes, uh, shimmies a little bit. They wasn't yeah. dribbling the ball, and I think that is causing a lot of them to be hurt. A lot of these versatile, what you call unicorn big men end up hurt all the time. Think about uh my wife called him the universal soldier, but Porzingis, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Always hurt. Even always for my, hurt. My, my my guy, uh Jaron Jackson Jr. always hurt. He's another big man that shoot threes. You know what I'm saying? Uh who else another? Uh MB early in his career. Always hurt. Always was hurt. Look yeah. at the way MB played this year though. He was in the post a lot. In the post, killing. Yes. Bodying dudes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now he shot a few threes, but he was mainly in that post. And I think if these big men switch their mind back to playing in the post there to extend their career, especially A.D. Charity. Now, A.D., yes. he always complains he don't want to be a center. He don't want to be a center. I want to be a wing because he was basically a point guard that grew up real tall right before he went to Kentucky. His mind is still thinking, I'm a guard. Dog, you're not a guard. Save your knees. Save your legs. Get in the post. Bang a little bit. Actually I'd be a kids, big man. Hide your kids. wife. And, and get all right, next subject. Next subject. This is gonna be tough for uh for for my brother and all of us. All right, who other than Alabama will win the college football national championship? Who other than Alabama will win the college football national championship? Who other once again than uh, Alabama will win the college football national championship? Mister Davis, let's go.
1: I rolled with them all last year. I already Enjoy know the you about Bulldogs. Uh huh. I, I said it all. I kept saying Georgia, 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 mm-hmm. Georgia. And you know how many times I got? Nope, nope, nope. All the time? E- e- every time. He, he yep. did me in because he had controls of the buttons.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is true. But, but I really think Georgia can still, you know, stay up there. I know we don't. Shout out to our MT, MB, um sports um, fam, um, JT. Excellent MVP football last night. The yes, MVP sir. University, if y'all want some sports insight, check them brothers out. But, yes, um, look, I'm saying Georgia, man. I, I really think Georgia can do it because they have no fear. And they they, they have the confidence. They have the coaching. They have the team. So, I, I'm going with it, man. I'm going with Georgia.
0: All right. I'm going to throw you for a curveball. I'm coming with Ohio State. That's who I think may be as a curveball. And oh, here's why. Wow, another powerhouse got yeah, well, I, I wasn't going go say Memphis or nothing like that or, or or northeastern. Come on, brother, who else? Who else can we pick? All right, look, I guess I got some notes about it though. Let what up? What up. up? What'd you say? I said, what up with it though? Let Let me hear these stats, brother. All right, here's my notes about that. They have a returning quarterback who was a, a Heisman favorite, C.J. Stroud. He's returning this year. He was a, uh, not rookie, but a freshman last year. He's a returning quarterback. They have some good wide receivers. They also basically are the Alabama of the uh, Midwest, basically. They can get anybody they want, right? They are powerhouse. They're always good, and they always kind of go, like, every three years. <laughs> they end up right. there. Now, right. here's another reason why I say they have a chance to get into the College Football National Championship because Alabama and Georgia is going to knock each other out when they get to the SEC Championship. They're going to beat each yes. other up. That's the reason why. Why right. Now, who will, probably will be? It'll probably be Alabama. Most likely it'll be Alabama. But I'm going to shoot out for Ohio State. They also have uh, they have a very easy road schedule, uh, Ohio State, where they can rack up wins and kind of get closer towards the playoff. But anyway,
1: go ahead, bro. Well, right now, in the odds makers right now, if you was to go to Vegas and do your little betting thing, you know, yep. um, Alabama is number one to win it. Ohio State, and number three is the Georgia Bulldogs, followed yep. by the Clemson Tigers, and yep. the USD Trojans. You, this is what – they are 2,001 odds, but this no. is my thing. Why do we always have to throw a Cali team in there? Always. Like, Why we got to do that, start, Like, uh, Trojans? No. <laughs> Hit the no button again, bro. Like, no, come on. man. Like, they always do it. Like, it's like – We got to do it for the valley. Stop it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Skip the valley. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, my I agree with you, really. Uh, I threw in Ohio State as a curveball. Like you say, the uh, betting odds have Ohio State up there and Clemson at the bottom. And I don't, Clemson may come back. Only other person I think can actually maybe have a shot is Ohio State, the Ohio State. The Ohio State. Right. But it probably going to be Alabama or Georgia for adhering to eternity for the SEC and the whole College Football Association because they are awesome. They're powerhouses. They're
1: big. They're strong. They're fast. And they got decent quarterbacks. So, But with that being said, with the, it's funny because now with the um, NIL, yeah, things are getting ready to start shifting. I give it five years. And okay. I pray that not the same as doing big things. We on networks. Hey, ESPN, I talk noise about you, but if you want your bros, if the check is right. <laughs> if the check is right, me and, me and Rob will both be just like this. <laughs> so you already know what it is. You did? So <laughs> with that being said, I do think that with the NIL, this is getting ready to start shifting because the reason people went to Alabama was mm-hmm. for the coaching. Yeah, The reason yeah, people went to the Ohio State was yeah. for the, the coach. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> you know what uh-huh. I'm saying? Different thing, the coaching and, and the namesake. But with yeah. NIL, I believe that it's going to be a shift. And in the next five years, hear me when I tell you, in the next five years, the people that are at the bottom of this list, as I scroll down, and the last person on this is the Pittsburgh Panthers. Um, my point is these guys can start back coming to the top. Mm. They got Cincinnati. Cincinnati had a great season. They got Cincinnati all 25,000 to one odds. To win because the they national that's why. Yeah, they lost to QB, but with this NIL, I think it's gonna start shifting. And like Deion said, Coach Sanders said, "Yo, give me two years."
0: Yeah, what he said.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, man. All right, man. Uh, before we get up out of here, man, we got a one word of the day. Let's get to it right quick.
1: You silly, bro. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh. This one word no. <laughs> <laughs> of the day <laughs> It's the same thing. All right, man. Now <laughs> I haven't even changed this yet. But nah, who the one word of it. the day is, as I put it in there, I let Rob tell y'all who is the one word of the day,
1: bro. The one word of the day just paid the starting quarterback guap. I'm talking about money, pesos, cheese, the cheddar, all that good stuff. But they had this little section in his contract that said, you must study mm-hmm. your playbook four mm-hmm. hours a week. Not four yes. hours a day, but four hours a week. You need to study your um, your playbook. C and right. I talked about this last, last week, and I said, black quarterbacks had a stigma about themselves, about not being intelligent, and they want right. to to study. Now, this is what I said. For the money they gave me, I will be study. I play the game for free. I would study the mess out of it. Facts. But after the backlash... Arizona pulls my man back to the table because he went to Twitter to mm-hmm. discuss it. Pull him Had back a to press the table conference talking bad. Yeah, talking bad about it. Yeah. You know, bad like about it. Mm-hmm. And they pulled it out and said, okay, well, you don't have to study. Yeah, Arizona Cardinals, let your yes be your yes and your nose be your nose and stand on what you're doing. If you put it in the contract and that one word signed it, that's on yeah. him and his lawyer and his people that's to right. go over the contract. Yes. Use some one words. You're yes. one word for one because you tuck your tail. Yep. <gasps> You dig what I'm saying? You are one word for two because you put it in there in the first freaking place. And you are one word for three because he chomped you. That boy D-bowed you. What? Yep. Give me my money. There it is. He ain't
0: <laughs> That way, man. Listen, I think it was totally, totally, totally <clears> – <throat> Now, this is a good point. I'm so, I'm so glad you asked this, Mr. G. I wanted to get to this point before we get up out of here. Why Damn. did he sign the contract? Number one is a lot of money. But here's the other reason. <laughs> <clears throat> On the other side, the Arizona Cardinals was terrible for putting that in there and very uh denigrating of their quarterback by putting that in there. If you felt that way, that he don't read the playbook and he's not good with the court with the playbook, why did you offer him the contract? If you have to put that in there, why did you offer the contract? Why? Because you ain't got nobody else. That's why you did it. But uh, let me say this. He needs to fire his representation. There because you go. Because Probably what happened was his representation, what I mean, which I mean his agency, whoever his mm-hmm. agency is, said, mm-hmm. yeah, this looks like a good contract, which means the agency looked at it and said, million million? Sign it. You know what I'm saying? And they didn't read it good neither, which oh. that, that's terrible. Fire them right now. Fired him right now because if there was a good agent, if they was a good agent, he would say no, don't sign it because they would have made him take it out the contract.
1: Go ahead, brother. Bro. It was a twenty-nine million, thirty-five thousand dollar signing bonus with a hundred and sixty thousand. Yep. I mean, hundred and sixty million yep. guaranteed. Yep. I'm signing it too. Yep. I, I'm just, I'm just gonna be real with you. Right, I'm sign. I'm signing it. You want me to study right. it? Okay, I'll put y'all on blast about that. But give me my money. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and that's how we going to do it. But Arizona, y'all, some one words for even putting the contract out there and tucking your tail. Let your yes. What they? What are you gonna? What are you gonna do? Are you gonna right. quit? If that's all. what you
0: feel, stand on it. You know stand what I mean. On, stand on what and, you're saying. Uh, Miss Miss Winder brought up somebody else that should have been in the. Uh, What's popping? Debo Samuel signed his contract. He got a nice contract with the San Francisco 49 to salute to him. Is she talking uh, about
1: Debo as in the Cardinals got Debo or, or we she talking about Debo yeah. Samuel? Well, either
0: one, both of them either work. one, both is good. Cardinals did get Debo and Debo Samuel got paid. Uh, some of these dudes don't read their contracts. Yeah, this, oh. this this is facts. This is facts. Yeah, they
1: do. They read the most important part to them. <laughs> the guaranteed money. and the Is it paid? Bonus.
0: Is it yeah. paid?
1: Is it guaranteed? <laughs> oh, okay, cool.
0: And, and and uh, no matter what happened, if it ain't getting paid, they gonna say.
1: There it is, there it is. Because here's the crazy part about it. Forget I that. right, I did too. <laughs> um, and and we gonna get out of here after I say this. Mahomes have some stipulations in his contract he where he both. has to, he has to um, right. He has to um, work out so many hours a week. This is yeah. Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's not odd that it was in yeah. there, but stand on what you're doing.
0: Stand on it. You know what I mean? A couple of okay. things that I want to add. We didn't talk about uh, that's supposed to be within the uh, what's popping. It was so much we couldn't put it all in one thing. Today, in 1949, the NBA was formed. So right now, it's the NBA's birthday. The NBA started in 1949 on August 3rd. So, salute to the NBA. The uh, season, there's man? a f- popular uh, college basketball player named Paige Bur- Buckers. Uh, I can't remember what her name is. She be shooting half court just like uh, yeah, my guy, like, Steph. Like Steph. She tore ACL. She out for the season. That's bad. And the last thing, we, couldn't, we don't have enough time to really, really go into this, but we may talk about it next week. The Miami Dolphins lose a first-round pick for free agent tampering. Do you know they was tampering with Tom Brady? when he was a patriot, trying to get that man to come to Miami, why he was a patriot. And also what I heard today on a, a Sports Talk radio show is, remember when Tom Brady decided he was going to retire and all of a sudden they got hushed away? He was going to retire because they had a deal with Miami to for him to go there and play and also have ownership stock. It got snuffed out by the rest of the owners and they snitched on him, and that's why they got that losing their first round draft pick. In the NFL, when you lose a first-round draft pick, that hit different. That's big. That's That's big. Big, Big. because the top three picks can be awesome players. Top three-round picks can be uh, awesome players. And, yes, Mr. G, it does happen all the time. But somebody uh, snitched (laughs) on them. And all of a sudden now, (laughs) (laughs) and now the Miami Dolphins feel just like this.
2: Yeah, that
1: serves them right. They shouldn't have <laughs> fired their coach. How they about shouldn't have fired day coach. Yeah, you get, yeah, you get all of what right. you want to do. Uh, and uh, NFL did this did this big old inspect,
0: uh, investigation on it, and they found out that they wasn't paying him to lose, but they still did all this other stuff. They lost the first-round pick, so it's bad. It's bad. It's bad. It's they bad. paid that one word to lose. They, they paid that one to word to lose. Yeah, they covered it up. But yeah. with that being said, man, we will be back tomorrow night with another Not the Same Podcast Music and Face show. Uh, all. And we may have a guest, you know what I'm saying? So tune in for that. Yeah, definitely. With that being said, man, I'm C. Micah. I'm Robert Dean. We out, man. we see y'all tomorrow night. Yo.